0: Welcome to Impostal Podcast. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The gunslinger is a cyborg. Half man, half machine.
1: You're really letting him do this. Save us all?
0: Yeah, I really am.
1: Everyone who isn't an American, drop your gun.
0: Doctor Who, Series 7, Episode 3, A Town Called Mercy, spoiler-free preview. I'm Caleb O'Bridge.
1: I'm Sarah Burrow. And I'm Nat Slope.
0: We're pleased to welcome Nat to the podcast She'll be doing the commentary on this episode uh, with us So come back Saturday evening for that When you'll get the full podcast commentary on the episode It should be up straight after the episode airs but Please first, download it
1: Yeah, but first of all we're going to have a quick run through of the comments that we received on Dinosaurs on a Spaceship um, Last week's episode by uh, written by Chris Chibnall
0: And then we'll do a quick preview, uh, giving our first impressions of uh, A Time Called Mercy.
1: By Toby Whithouse.
0: Yes, and it's a good one.
1: It is, it is a good one. one. Uh, Now, uh, on the other hand, dinosaurs on a spaceship. Yeah, a
0: bit of a more mixed uh, reaction, but uh, we did have uh, feedback and uh, some people liked it a lot more than we generally did, such as Mark Gorman. Uh, Thanks for getting in touch again, Mark. He says, uh, well, that was a fun romp of an episode, which is just what the title and previews promised. I think it was a nice solid piece of television with a quick pace and the occasional pause to focus on the evolving relationship between the Doctor and the ponds. It definitely was a shift from the darkness and drama of Asylum, and that shift alone may tend to put off viewers. I've seen more than one post that notes the person appreciated dinosaurs more upon the second viewing. Highlights for me were Rory's dad. I think uh, we can all yes. say, so say yeah. we all for that.
1: Definitely like, uh,
0: yes. the CGI and other special effects, including the robots and the people inside who ran them. And the episode's lighting was superb, following up on the last week's great lighting. The acting of Matt, Karen and Arthur. It just continues to get stronger. Uh, and the scene in space overlooking Earth at the end. I started to choke up at the melancholy in the doctor's face. Perhaps more because I know what's to come. The pond's leaving dramatically. Mm. Yeah, I think those are certainly all really good points in, in yeah. that story. Um, uh, good performances. It looked looked great. And, mm. um, yeah. yeah, and Mark Williams was really good.
1: <laughs> yes, Mark Williams was very good. I think um, Matt uh, Mark made a good comment about uh, the acting of um, of the three. You know, the three mm. main uh, Matt, Karen, and and Arthur, I, I weigh in later on. Uh, if you check out the website, uh, I comment myself. I weigh in on on that and some of the other issues um, that were raised by the by the episode. Uh, and swither, one of our other contributors, joins in on the the discussion along with Pete um, as well, um, discussing a few of the other things. Certainly, the handling of Solomon's character, which we do come back to, again, in our, mm. comment- our full commentary on uh, a town called Mercy. But, uh, and we did have another comment as well, didn't we, Caleb?
0: Yes, and uh, Johan Kusterman, I hope I pronounced that correctly, uh, also got in touch. Uh, thanks, Johan. And he, commenting on James's review, uh, said, Just like to mention, it seems as though Riddell did, in fact, manage to achieve his personal goal. He is shown at the end with a very obvious tooth on a necklace. Uh, Johan goes on to point out how he got it, though, is a bit questionable, as it seems to me that he ripped it out of the mouth of a poor unconscious dinosaur, which doesn't entirely agree with the Doctor's ethics. Yes. (laughs) As for Solomon, I agree it's a bit weird to have a supposedly silly romp with the most vile and heartless bad you have seen so far. I'm not sure what happened there.
1: Yeah, I think, um, listeners, if you haven't checked out... um... James um, James's written review. Um, I think you know, head over and check it out. He makes um, some good points about it's quite worrying that that Solomon, as a baddie for Doctor Who, is actually quite a depart from tradition, and it's quite um, quite jarring against the rest of the episode. He's he's really quite nasty. We do sort of weigh in on whether this that was entirely entirely appropriate. Certainly, the line um,
0: about breaking the yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, which
0: yeah, it's not basically good. very rapey. Yeah. Uh, Comments. It's like, they they said that at Saturday tea time for Kids TV.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And, Yeah. and, And, well, unfortunately, in a way, you know, the character was very, very well carried off by David Bradley. Yeah. You know, which is great for him. But because he carried it off so well, it wasn't really very appropriate for tea time television, which it was just very, very creepy. But not not necessarily completely, you know, working to excuse what the Doctor does at the end, which I don't wholly agree with how that was handled, that he was able to sort of orchestrate Solomon's mm. death quite so flippantly.
0: We also had some uh, comments uh, and discussion between um, Swivin, P.G. Bell and yourself, Myself. Sarah. So uh, I won't read all of those out, but if you want to know what the usual podcast regulars from previous series uh make of it so i've left made their thoughts known.
1: yes we have um, yes please please uh, have a look take a read and uh, if you'd like to weigh in on the uh on the current argument uh we we touched on a lot of it a lot of discussing the sort of the gender politics uh that appeared in the show myself and emma uh mentioned quite a bit when we did the the commentary as you may yeah. have heard and uh we we sort of continue that so we won't uh bore you with it if you're not interested right now but please go and have a look and let us know what you mm. what you thought we also had a comment from uh one of our other regular listeners kevin greening um commented on facebook saying uh in what in one word a romp very campy also almost uh horns of nimon camp
0: nimon Nimon.
1: thank you kelly as moffat likes to to temper a tragedy with a laugh i can't help feeling someone is going to have a bad day uh, on the whole, I liked it as my inner 10-year-old agreed with the actual 10-year-old sitting beside me that we don't see enough d- dinosaurs in spaceships. Uh, Mark Williams was as, was lovely as Rory's dad. He seems to be everyone's dad now. Liked his request to the Doctor. There's something quite ordinary about it. The interplay between both was very believable and I liked the idea of both the Doctor and Rory's dad having a list. However, I didn't buy the Nefertiti or Riddell bits. No disrespect to the actress, but she's no Liz 10. Nefertiti was only there to give the bad guys something else to be interested in, as the universe has forgotten about the Doctor. And Riddell was there to shoot things. I think RTD would have have used Captain Jack instead. Two episodes in, and still no sign of a Doctor's wife or the girl who waited. This is more a black spot or the lodger. A sort of clam... clam? It does actually say clam before the storm. I imagine it's possibly supposed to say calm before the storm. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> Pesky autocorrect or typo. But
1: uh, thank you for getting in touch, um, mm. Kevin. I, I would agree with most of those. I think my summation is I liked Mark Williams, didn't like Nefertiti or uh, Riddell's yeah. characters. But, uh...
0: I'd say that this, I think it compares quite well to Curse of the Black Spot, which mm. I think is quite quite similar in that it's the It's also la- a bit rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> also a bit rubbish. It's the lighter rompy episode after yeah. the more um, dramatic op- opening. Uh, but this uh, this one was had a bit more going on, was a bit more fun, yeah. uh, even though it also had some more problems. So I'd say this is more of a mixed bag, and it yeah. both uh, has better and worse moments than Curse of the Backspot, which was just a bit ho-hum mm. rather than yo-ho-ho
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> and for those of you who are on Twitter you may realise that um, both myself and James, one of our other contributors has taken to tweeting our way through the episodes as they mm-hmm. air on a Saturday night um, and Laura Cowan who, from the Ubuntu podcast got in touch and tweeted me while I was tweeting through the episode with regards to the end scene between Queen Nefertiti um, and Riddell by the tent um she agreed that the scene was um unnecessary um but she liked the episode otherwise uh she particularly liked Mitchell and Webb's appearance um obviously via the the robots um and again another fan of um of Brian and she also comments that she doesn't feel that Riddell's character was was supposed to be there to be liked which i i heartily agree with um but she did make another interesting point that it's probably worth discussing is she liked the representation of Amy having companions um, mm. with Having her there with the computer system with Riddell and Nefertiti. Um, and she comment that she thinks there's scope for Amy to have her own adventures uh, on CBBC, sort of in the same strain as the Sarah Jane adventures. It's quite an interesting point. I personally don't think it's going to happen. I think.
0: Yeah, I can't quite see that myself. And also, I think. Um, with the new stuff they've got, um Wolf's Blood started mm. yesterday and Wizards versus Aliens, uh, it seems that they've got quite a bit of original stuff great in enough. in the pipeline. And mm. I thought the Sarah Jane Adventures was really good but I wouldn't really want them to have a Doctor Who spin off just for the sake of it. No. And I think uh Liz Slayton was great and that worked really well, but mm. I'm not sure it's something they should try and repeat um,
1: I think also I think that they're, they're pitching Angels Take Manhattan as being quite a, a traumatic departure for the Ponds I think unless you start going into sort of alternative parallel universes like you did with Rose I don't think there's any sort of natural organic way to bring her back in, in any sort of yeah. Well, um, spin off I think C-
0: Karen Gillan said that she wants a definitive exit yeah. and I'd imagine that she's got um higher ambitions than CBBC not that CBBC should be seen as uh I no. think, but it doesn't have the same profile as I think she's probably looking mm-hmm. to have so
1: and of course Elizabeth Sladen um had that established you know history with Doctor Who already yeah. didn't she and that was quite easily set up wasn't it but but it's an interesting idea
0: yeah no, it's. it's and, uh, we... I, I certainly thought it was an interesting dynamic. It shows how far Amy has come, mm. giving her those companions to her. Yeah, so yeah, it's a good good point. Thank you, Laura. Uh, I think that's. Uh, yes, all I think of that was feedback.
1: all of our feedback um, at the moment. Apologies if we've uh, missed your comment, but. Uh...
0: And also remember to check out The Cape and the Cowl Our new uh, comics Podcast Mm. uh, With James and Olivia Uh, Whether or not you're a fan of comics It's um, designed to be Accessible to uh, Any and all So Mm. uh, I'm I don't follow the comics But I very much enjoyed listening To uh, them Discussing the latest goings on Such as uh Superman and Wonder Woman hooking up. Yeah. It's one of the pieces mm. of news from uh the comics universe. And yeah, so check that out.
1: But it's also worth uh, mentioning we've also had the first instalment of The Bellows, which oh, is yes. um our new column by
0: Simon Kutzan and Seth, Swift.
1: Who we have um our own PG Bell has interviewed him um and reviewed one of his books in the past yep. for the podcast. Um but we've been lucky enough to uh Somehow sweet talk and rope him into to, uh, to doing a regular column for us because he, uh, fortunately or unfortunately enough, has found himself now as a full time writer. <laughs> um, so uh, check that out on the website. It uh, gives us some insights into, so we say, the highs and lows of being uh, yep. a a full time writer. Yes. Uh, so that's the bellows. So without further ado, so um, the... a town called Mercy.
0: Now I have to say that. Um, Uh, I really, really enjoyed this episode. This is my favourite of the series so far, and I have loved Asylum of the Daleks. More mixed feelings about, uh, dinosaurs on a spaceship, but this one, it's got, uh, a western, it's got the cyborg gunslinger, but it's also got genuine moral complexity, it's interesting, it's it takes the doctor's character in, um, and explores it in new ways. It, it's really, really good, and yeah, it's, if you didn't like last week's one for being a bit too cartoony and two dimensional, you're going to like this one, <laughs> basically.
1: Yeah, basically, I think. Well, you know, I'm going to make pretty much the same comment. I mean, I really, really love this episode. I think it it was a, a really good overall. It was just really, you know, well well done. Asylum of Daleks was okay. I was I was caught up. It was it was a nice season opener, as you're probably aware by now. I I didn't like Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. I'm surprised actually to the level at which I did dislike it. Um, but this yeah. one is really, really good. Um, I think there's got something for everyone. Um, there's a really nice balance. The story makes sense. It, it's got good pace. Well, the story makes sense and it, it, it's believable and logical. Mm. Um, there is some excellent, again, excellent acting from, uh, from the cast, both guest cast and the returning cast. And yeah, some interesting insights into uh, what is quite a difficult decision for the doctor, I think. Yeah. Which is hinted at in the uh, in the trailer. Of course, we are in a western, so there are guns, which I'm sure will will be a, a point of of great discussion mm. uh, once the episode airs. But uh, yeah, really loved it. Information. That's really hard for me to go third because I'm going to say exactly the same thing. <laughs> I'm also very firmly in the not liking dinosaurs camp and very firmly in the loving this episode camp. It was great everything that you'd expect from a Western, lots of nice little touches just to make you smile, some really good dialogue, excellent performances. Mm. Yeah. We were very mean there. We've, you know, we've welcomed you first time on the (laughs) podcast and we left you last. I do apologise. But there we go. But, uh, so yeah, basically the answer is it's a brilliant episode. Uh, We think you're probably, you're all going to really enjoy it. And Caleb has come up with uh, a, a,
0: a nice, yeah. neat,
1: new idea for this, this week's, um, spoiler free yeah. preview is we're going to give you a, a, a little taster. Yeah. So...
0: Just, just, just to give you a little bit more of a tease. Um, we're going to, uh, give you, a, a favourite line that, yeah. um, may or may not have been, uh, yeah, just something that we hope will whet the appetite. That yes. Entertained us at the time.
1: And to rectify it, let's let Nat go first this time. So, What was the line you picked, Nat? Um, I quite liked, um, of course, that's what happens when people get toast crumbs on the console. Mm. Uh, My line was, and this this is very predictable for me, but um, my line was, and I'm not going to do the accent, I'm afraid, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, the line was, tea, the strong stuff, leave the bag in.
0: And a line that was very appealed to me, it was Frightened people, give me a Dalek any day (laughs) So if you want to find out the full context of those, uh, tune in on Saturday as you will no doubt be doing, and come back uh, at um, 50 minutes later, 45 minutes later, and download the commentary
1: Yep, our commentary on Italic of Mercy will be up straight after it airs, Um, and as always, please get in touch, let us know what you think of it uh, and we'll do the same as we have done this week. We'll, we'll be back discussing your comments and your thoughts on the episode, uh, the following Wednesday when we come back to give you our spoiler-free preview on, um, the next episode, which is The Power of Three, uh, back to Chris Chibnall, um, writing for that one. So, uh, yep, yeah, as always, please get in touch, let us know what you think. Um, and I think it's safe to say we think you're, you're all going to like this episode. Yep. So, uh, thank you for checking back and, uh, please, Well, well, hopefully you'll hear us again on Saturday. Thanks for listening.
0: You've been listening to The Impossible Podcast. For more Doctor Who commentaries, plus other science fiction and fantasy reviews and discussions, please visit our website, impossiblepodcasts.com, or search for us on iTunes. We'd love to hear from you. Please follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, Or email us via impossiblepodcasts at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.